What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before, and we read their scripts. That's very dramatic. But felt good. Anyways, today, the incredibly hilarious Johnny Pemberton is here. He's so funny. One of my favorite comedians, actors. I love him. He has never seen Ted Lasso, but he rewrites it, and we take on his script. Also joined by the incredibly hilarious Tyler Jackson. And this is just so much fun. I mean, uh, Johnny's script is 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 great. It's kind of close. Is it? It seems it's just fun. It's just a great time. We play, we talk Ted Lasso, what the show is, what we think. We play some games, some Kyle Dad, all the sorts of stuff, and have a really nice time. You're gonna love it. But we get into Johnny's script pretty early on. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who was able to come out to my hard to say shows in Los Angeles or in uh, uh, Kansas City. They were just so much fun and and. A lot. Um, if, if you don't know, I've been working out a comedy show about trigeminal neuralgia and and chronic pain and suicide and things, you know, inherently funny topics like that. And I've really had a nice time doing the shows. Uh, it's been a little, I don't know, I've been able to find like a meaning in comedy that I haven't really felt before, whether it's like connecting with people who also go through chronic pain or, or having these mental issues or things like that. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's made it out, who's reached out. Um, I appreciate it. And, and, you know, I'm going to be doing the show again in Los Angeles, uh, hopefully here shortly. So look out for that. And, and maybe even other places. I, I, I'm figuring it out. It's a, a, a taxing thing to do, but it's sort of a different path. I didn't think 
I would find and, and enjoy quite as much or in the ways that I have. Um, so thank you if you came out to those. Thank you to everyone who comes to the movie trivia sorta that I'm running here in LA. We will be running another one here with Secret Movie Club, uh, and it will be on the 31st of July as well as the 28th of August. It's, it's we play podcast games, we do some movie trivia. It's fun. SecretMovieClub.com. You can get those tickets. If you happen to be in Carlsbad here in California, um, I'm going to be there on the 29th doing a show called Nerd Comedy at the New Village Arts Theater. And other than that, not not a ton of shows set up. Like I said, just working on getting more. Hard to say. I've rambled too long here. Let's get into the episode. I do appreciate you all listening uh, a lot. And, um, you know, yeah, so here we go. Johnny Pemberton has never seen Ted Lasso, but he rewrites it and we read his script. Enjoy. Yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> uh, it's a monster energy drink, no sugar. It's called like Strawberry Dream or something like uh, that. Can ultra, you see? Ultra, ultra Strawberry Dream. Ultra yeah. Strawberry Dream. So what are you working with right there? Uh, wow. the, the Monster Energy Zero Ultra. So far, this Damn. podcast has started out like every clip I see on TikTok <laughs> of a podcast I've never, which is just like, all right, Cans. rank your favorite soda. All right, rank your favorite hats. You guys monster. remember Mellow Yellow? Yeah. Okay, you guys always remember Mellow Yellow? This is my podcast, Remember This, uh, where Pepsi I bring up something <laughs> that I can have a graphic show up at in vertical video. Dane Cooks, do you remember this crazy thing? <laughs> what was the deal with? Okay, I'm actually taking that one. Hey, everybody. Well, this actually, this has never seen it. Although, damn it, that does sound like, do you remember this? What does? <laughs> now that I'm talking about like a nostalgia Is thing, there a never podcast seen called it. that? I don't know, probably. There's a podcast. I think there's every podcast now, right? It's like a thing where if you can think about, what do they say? If you... If it can happen, it has happened. Yeah. Is that Murphy's Law? I think that's some sort of a... Uh, is that Chimp Room oh with the typewriter? Yeah, it's Chimp, it's yeah. chimp Room with the typewriter. It's like yeah. time is is not real, and everything that can happen will ha already has happened because mm -hmm. the infinite expansion of the universe. That does sound like a multiverse thing. Yeah, it's if, you, if you can dream it, you can pod it. Insane if there's a multiverse and we're in the one where it's mostly podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. But this is nothing. But there's a universe out there that is like... People are dying from podcasting. Like they're con like it's it's, like it's, it's Mad Max, but it's podcasting. It's the biggest threat to humanity is podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Although if there is a spectrum of how much podcasting is a threat to humanity, our universe is on the side where it is a little bit. It's on its way. Like we're not in the middle and we're not in the podcasting is okay side. We're like in the we're in the trending catastrophic side. We're years away from critical podcast, man. Yeah. Critical, <laughs> I will like see all critical these. Cast. Critical Ooh, cast. Crit, is that a crit cast? <laughs> that's crit probably a D&D <laughs> podcast that's out there already. There's critical role. That's a real one. There you go. There, yeah. So I've, I've played, I play Pathfinder. What is that? I mean, it's oh, like I've Dungeons and Dragons, that's but like with a different the, uh, name. There used to be one called Spelljammer. Okay. You turn into Pathfinder. <laughs> see, that, that yeah. sounds like a festival. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I see it's all real. these like podcasts. Spelljammer. Spelljammer. Is that the, it's not the same as Pathfinder? I think it's a D&D offshoot that was sort of based on time travel. I, I never played it, but I saw the books. I am now figuring out. I've played Dungeons & Dragons a few times. I played Pathfinder for a little while with the same group. I'm really realizing there's so m many rules. You don't yeah. know there are that many until you get in. They're like, actually, the way the spellcasters cast in this one is different than how they are. And, and I'm just like, but can't we just make it up? I guess you could, right? But they're giving it to you so you have something to go off of. Yeah. But there's a lot. It's th it's thick. 
in the middle of COVID, I started writing a D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. You're, it's funny, you're wearing a Fallout shirt. Yeah. It was like a Fallout. It's because I played Fallout 4 so much that I was going to write one that was that. It was like a post-apocalyptic? Yes, but like actually literally Fallout. Not even just like, I was just like, I'm going to steal the <laughs> intellectual just property. Steal the world. Um, but I think there is one out there. Actually, Michael Tanner, who's done this show, who's like a, a comic book guy, he, I think, has one. Yeah, I would, like be, a Fallout I, one. I would be surprised if there's not like an officially licensed Fallout RPG book that you can buy. It seems like You're there's everything, right. right? It's like the same as yeah. podcasts. If you can <laughs> think mm-hmm. of it, someone's done it six times already. I feel lucky about this uh, specific. I have had people message me about this podcast, and I, 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 I don't take – I don't – it makes me – saying i love this idea i'm going to start doing it is that fine like i'm going to start doing this as a podcast <laughs> doing what rewriting scripts they've movies and tv shows they've never seen and it and it's you're like diffi- uh, it i do a, that already right they're like i love your show i want to run it as a comedy show in my town and i'm like well you know i travel with this actually license like it. A, you should uh, license it i i i've thought about it i like oh it's just God. but it puts me in a very weird spot if it because it's like another comedian or it's like something, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and and they're just like, I love your idea. It's actually, can it be, can it, can I have had it? You have to license it. You just say, yes, you can do that. It's a hundred dollars though. Or I an hour, hundred hours <laughs> to use it, to promote it. And if you, you have to give me like 5% of ticket sales. I don't think that's the worst idea, but I do this show that we get into a lot of festivals with this and right. things. And I think if it is licensed and all out, then it might not happen as much. I don't know if that's, we had I'm this. willing to back you. I'm back. I'm, I want to be a, I want to be a producer here. We should maybe do the, uh, yeah, it's been a, the, there are all sorts of scopes of intent with it. I think right. some of which are like, I really like that. You don't understand comedy when you first get into it and you're like, Oh yeah, I want to do one of those. And then others of them are just like, I love this idea. Someone messed me with, they're like, I, lo- I do. I love this idea. I thought about uh, coming up with this idea. And I'm like, you what? (laughs) There's so many people who are so full of shit everywhere and they say that stuff, but they don't do anything. You can do something else. I've had ideas and come up with other ones before. Yeah, actually, I wanted to rob a bank once, but I didn't do it. But, you know, I would have robbed the bank. I saw that you robbed a bank and I was wondering if I could also rob that bank. Can I Uh, can you license out me having had robbed the bank? (laughs) I got to give a shout out to Chief Saholic. I don't know if you guys follow sports enough to know who Chief Saholic is. It's a Kansas City Chiefs super fan who robbed banks everywhere he would travel. He would fall he he's recently got gotten caught. He would follow the team. He would travel where and wear this like wolf mask and then he would rob banks. And people like, wow these banks keep getting robbed on the way to Chiefs away games. So cool. And then he didn't show up and he got arrested for it. And then he got out of jail on on bail and went he went lamb. Cut his ankle bracelet off and ran out. And then this motherfucker just couldn't stay away. He was like at casinos, like cashing in stuff with it, like betting on Mahomes to win the Super Bowl and stuff. This dude just cannot stay away. And I love he, this guy already. I mean, he's, I think, innocent. Uh, he yeah. isn't, but I'm pretty sure he is. Free this is all him. allegedly. What do you mean allegedly? Uh, allegedly. I don't th- I think I have to say it because I don't think he's actually, he's, he's legally, oh. allegedly, he did all this stuff, but like he <laughs> yeah. probably did. You know what I mean? I think you're probably okay. He's not going to sue you. Like, that would be funny if he sued this podcast because you didn't say allegedly. He's like, I actually thought about coming up with the idea where uh, bank robbers rewrite famous <laughs> banks they should have robbed. Um, but this guy's a hero. I mean, he's, yeah, that's he a would, great idea. people are like, how's this guy afford to go to every game? It's expensive. Every game. He's just feeding also, his how habit. do you rob a bank? 
I don't know how you still rob a bank. I think I get, like, doing he, it he, once, he passed but... a note that said, give me the money. But still, there's cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had like a dozen. Wow. I think if you rob a bank now, you 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 sh- it shouldn't be illegal. If you like, if you get away with it, it's, what's it uh, like? If a teacher the doesn't show up to class for fifteen minutes, how everyone can leave? Yeah. If you don't get caught for a half hour, you get to keep the money, and half the money's gonna be covered in ink. What are you gonna do with that ink bucks from those like blowing up ink things? You know? Yeah the uh, the dye packs. Dye packs. Yeah. That's ridiculous. sounds like a, a a great vape. Is that a dye packs? Oh, it's a dye packs. It's actually uh, a, yeah. It's a D I E P A X. Yeah, it kills that's what, you. That's dye what it's packs. called in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Dipax. Have you seen that Kevin Spacey movie, Dye Packs? I have seen that. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, this show. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians write famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today, having never seen Ted Lasso. Joining us for the very first time, John, uh, Johnny Pemberton is here. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Happy to be here. Uh, and, and I'm not sure if they have seen Ted Lasso or not, but Tyler Jackson is here as well. Yes, I've, I've seen the first two seasons of Ted oh, Lasso, wow. but How not the seasons? new one. It has three. I, okay. I think and I think it's done. I think it's done, yeah. Uh, three seasons. I've seen two of them. Okay. Well, let's actually pass the <laughs> script out. Johnny, Why would they stop? Isn't it super popular? There's this it seems to be this thing with comedian helmed programs yeah. where they're okay with the story ending. Oh, really? Yeah, because they just want it to be done. They just are like, this is what everything I have to say about this. <laughs> I mean, and to be fair, three seasons is a good amount of legs for a TV show based right? on a commercial. It's a commercial. That is what this all oh, started as. I know nothing about Ted this Lasso. At all. We'll, we'll talk nothing. about it afterwards. Okay. So what? What do? What did you bring? I guess, uh, like mentally. Well, I know it's uh, got Jason Sudeikis is the main character. I know it's about soccer. I'm pretty sure it's kind of like a feel good show where there's like a lot of like um, hyping people up, making them feel good. It's sort of like a like a squeaky clean bad news bears, as far as I know. Like a thing where okay. the guy is not he's wholesome. He's like the kind of man that uh, women want to be their husband, but he's also like, like a stand-up guy. He's a stand-up sure. guy, and he's on like the rebound maybe. And there's a soccer team. I think that they're probably like – all I know is it's soccer, and it's sort of like he's like a fish-out-of-water underdog kind of thing. That's really all I know. I know yeah. one other actor in there. Otherwise, I, I don't know any of their actors in the show. I've never seen even like a trailer for it actually. I maybe seen like a scene – Sure. For like a like a just a clip, but only a piece of it, and even then, I wasn't watching. Watching it was probably just in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will. Uh, let's get into this. You can cast it however you'd okay. like. Okay. We'll, uh, Jenna will have you do like the directions. Okay. I'll do the directions. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, then maybe if I do the directions, does one of you want to be Ted? Tyler, you want to be, be Ted? Ted? You I should be Ted. Good. All right. And you can be uh, janitor. Great. And be uh, a little mean man who turns into being a guy named Greco. Okay. okay, great. Okay, here we go. Should we start? And I'm assuming this is also Ted. That's Ted, yeah. Okay. That's the first one. That's Ted at the beginning there, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is called uh, Lasso Me This. This is episode one of Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus streaming channel on Apple TV, ITV uh, remote control viewing. Interior, locker room. A rusty old locker slams, revealing a withered janitor carelessly sweeping the floor. He's clearly seen better days. 
We move past him, revealing the rest of the locker room. It's shabby and underlit, but there's a patina that begs to tell the story of all the amazing victories and terrible losses the place has seen. A door creaks open. The janitor doesn't even look up. Outlined in sunlight, we see a tall male figure in a baseball cap with a massive mustache that twitches from the residual entropy of the man's gait. Hello there? Anyone here? My name is... I know who you are. Wait, I'm supposed to be British? Uh, no, I don't think so. This okay. is like a, like, like a surly old bastard like the guy. Uh, yeah. Kind of guy. I know who you are. You're early. Better save your breath, buddy. You're going to need it when you're quitting next week. The man steps into the light and we see the most handsome man humanly imaginable. His eyes tell the story of someone humble beyond his years, yet brave like a battalion of centurions. This is a man who men want to be and women want to be with. As we soak up his gentle yet confident smile, a t-shirt flies out of nowhere straight into the man's face. That'll be $15.99 for the set. Um, okay, no problem. Let me get your Venmo and I'll send it right over. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Lasso, Ted Lasso. Cash only. Like I said, I know who you are and I've got a policy. I don't make friends with dead men. Ted starts going through the 12 pockets of his cargo pants trying to find some cash. <laughs> Sorry, I know I have some cash in here somewhere. You see, these pants were a gift. Normally, I would wear shorts with less pockets, but my nephew has cancer and he loves pockets, <laughs> so we all wear these pants to support it. I don't give a god dang freaking shit ass hell fuck about your pockets. You can pay me later. Now get in there while you can still walk. The old janitor throws his head, motioning to a door on the other side of the room. Well, hold on. I'd really like to pay you now if I can. I know I have a 20 in here somewhere. Ted continues to pat his pants. I found it. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's folded into a paper crane. Is that okay? Close up on the most exquisite paper crane you've ever seen. It passes through the soul shaft of light and comes to life as Ted slowly places it in the filthy, grizzled hand of the janitor. The janitor looks down at the crane, saying nothing. Ted begins to cross toward the opposite side of the room when... Sakura. Ted turns to the janitor. I beg your pardon? Sakura. That was her name. We were... in love. The janitor looks up toward Ted, revealing a tearful smile. She, she died before I could marry her. Killed by those Nazi bastards during a live-fire prisoner exchange program. We used to sit in the shade of a giant old tree, and she would make these for me. I would tell her about America, and we would dream of raising our kids to be Division One soccer players. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. I think it's safe to say that the spirit of Sakura, you said, yeah. that her spirit lives on through... At night, things would get romantic. <laughs> very romantic. Sakura would make a rope of the cranes, a very long, very strong rope of the cranes. But it was soft. So soft, yet so strong. She would tie it around her neck, and I would take off my pants, and she would tie the other end to my pants. Oh, okay, buddy. How about how about you keep the chains? Let's talk more later. I'm going to be late. Cut to interior, player's room, continuous. A ragtag group of miscreants jostle about, totally unaware Ted has just entered the room. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Guys, I'm Ted. I'm the new guys. They all ignore him, except for one man. He's well over six feet, dark, beautiful, flowing hair. He sits quietly in the corner, staring at Ted. They make eye contact, and the man slowly draws a triangle in the air that makes a chomping motion with his mouth. Ted looks at him quizzically, then realizes what he's trying to say. 
Pizza. Pizza's here. <laughs> all the action stops suddenly, and all the men turn toward Ted. <laughs> wow, you guys really like pizza, huh? Well, who doesn't? It's pretty much the greatest thing since, well, I don't even know. I never knew life without pizza, come to think of it. We pan across the faces of the men, each one weirder and more charactery looking than the next. <laughs> Much like the room from the previous scene, these guys have seen better days. I'll get you some guy... I'll get you guys some pies ASAP, but first let me introduce myself. My name is Ted Lasso, and I'm your new... As Ted is speaking, the group of men slowly start to part in the middle, revealing a very small, very mean-looking man. <clears throat> a butterface. <laughs> <laughs> your new butt-face is what you are, and judging by that hair on your face, you've got a hairy ass. In the style of Al Pacino from Heat. A big old hairy ass. Isn't that a ride, guys? The whole group of guys all break into forced laughter in perfect unison. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's a pretty good joke, but I, I've heard it before. <laughs> what I haven't heard before is a group of guys laughing unison like that. And that tells me something. This is a team. A team I can... Oh, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> We've seen a better days, and those better days are behind us. The only thing we do now is eat a pizza and make a jokes about a heady assholes like you. Also, my name is Greco, okay? The little man, the little mean guy turns to leave and everyone starts talking again. All the murmuring is about pizza and assholes. <laughs> uh, pizza, pizza and all that. Assholes and pizza, pizza, pizza and asshole. Hey, I bet I can eat more pizza than you. All of you. The group comes to a dead silence once again, and the little mean guy slowly cross, slowly turns around. A creepy smile crumbs, comes across his face. Cut to exterior soccer pitch day. A pizza box flies past the frame, landing at the feet of a squad of cheerleaders. Their outfits are a mishmash of different teams, but they look happy and radiate a positive vibe of energy, even though they've clearly seen better days. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the room from the first scene, and the team we saw before us is now chomping down on pizza like crazy. <laughs> the camera tracks down the row of motley men and stops on Ted. He slams the lid of the pizza box, stands up, and flings it frisbee-style straight into the face of the janitor. He, the janitor falls to the ground, then pops up, clicking a stopwatch. He did it. He did it. That's time. Ted Lasso won the challenge. The team all goes silent and slowly crane their necks to the opposite end of the table where Greco sits. He's still chowing down, oblivious to anything else going on. Ted extends his hand toward Greco. Good game. Greco slowly looks up to Ted. He smiles, his mouth full of pepperoni. I don't know. It's always a good. Yeah, sounds great, buddy. <laughs> Reacting to Greco's approval, the whole team erupts in cheers, and a few of them start vomiting. Ted slowly picks out the whistle around his neck, places in his mouth, and... Wind sprints, 20s, then 40s, then 80s, down and back like Michael Jack. Scriggs, you and Panatelli start ball-focused drills with the defense. Hot squares and sidelines only. Simpson, Chevali, Pantoliano, Kohler, Fragini, I want toe blast mega sleeps in double formation <laughs> until you see the offense do a snake. Greco, you move with the wind core and chase down the heavies. Martinez. Everyone stops and turns to the big guy, quiet. The quiet big guy with the long, beautiful hair. He's screwing on an artificial leg. <laughs> you come with me. I knew your old man, and it looks to me like you're twice the striker he is. The whole team stands there motionless. What are you waiting for? An invitation from the ambassador? I'm Ted Lasso, and I said let's practice. Ted gives two whistle blasts. Toot, toot. Crosses his arms and smiles as the team all start in on their respective drills. I'll do this part. I've never seen anyone do anything like that before. Who are you? Ted turns to see the cheerleaders from before. We realize now they are triplets, and they are hot. 
like really hot. Uh, I'm just a guy who likes pizza and loves to coach soccer. And before he can finish, the triplets have surrounded him and start caressing and kissing him. We're Greco's sisters. Sure, we've seen better days, all right. But now we're seeing even better days right before us. We're going to suck you dry. <laughs> Ted tips his shades and looks to the camera. He starts to smile, then his eyes light up and his face turns green like he's about to vomit. Fade to black. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Uh, we're going to hit on the complete and utter accuracy of that right after we get back from <laughs> Fantastic. this break. All right. Well... From what you told me that you right. knew about the show versus what seemed to make it in the script, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he, when you're describing what you knew about the show, I'm like, he kind of nailed this. And I see your script, and I'm like, he really nailed this. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> it's mostly blowjobs. I feel like it was sort of like the show's basically a league of their own, right? Except Ted Lasso is not an alcoholic. The So Ted Lasso is a American football coach mm -hmm. who gets hired to go coach a English premier second division soccer team. Because the owner of that team wants to tank them. Okay. Oh, that's it's such like a major league situation. Yeah, and like the, the producers. Right? The, the owner of the team is like the owner of the team is a, a recent divorcee who got the team that she and her husband, I believe, owned. She took it over when they got divorced, but she oh. hates him, so she wants to tank it. That's all resolved in like the first six minutes, and then it's just like everyone feels good every episode. Yeah. He just wow. wins over. He overcomes everybody's objections to him being there. Like he's so genuine. Episode. I mean, everyone. There's like one guy he doesn't overcome, and that guy takes two episodes. I got to do is wow. believe, man. That sounds like a really boring show. It, uh, <laughs> it sounds like there's no conflict. What I believe was difficult was it is a television show based on a commercial. What's there was the an ad. The ad was Jason Sudeikis is an American football coach hired to coach a soccer team. So he's very, in, you know, Jason Sudeikis is so charming. This is he, so the commercials like, hey, you would, why is the ball round and stuff like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Commercial you know, for what though? For I think like either like Eng EPL on NBC, What's EPL? English Premier League, oh, God. or oh, it was like for sense. the World Cup. So it was like for to advertise something. Americans to that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And so he's like, he's like, what do you, use your hands? Oh, you can't like that sort of thing. You know the stuff that would be like the pilot. He's jokes. a southerner. He's from Missouri. He's actually from oh, Kansas City. God. He's got like a little. And so bit he's of a got like uh, yeah. basically his. He's almost like emphasizing his own voice because that's sort of where wow. he's from. And he, but then people in Missouri, where I'm from, and I'm from Kansas City, <laughs> fucking love it because oh, he'll be like, he's like, you know what's good is Missouri they barbecue, and everyone's like, we're on TV. You know, that's literally us. <laughs> burnt, burnt ends. Yeah, he says burnt ends, and people are like, I, I can't even change the channel. I'm jacking off right now. <laughs> he said burnt ends. And he I, said burnt ends. <laughs> I think it's it, – here, I'll toss these out. Um, I think a lot of it is really, really good. It is really good and really earnest and very positive, uh -huh. and it really struck like a during COVID or chord with people of, like, joy, of wanting yeah. something that's, like, unabashed unbridled is that the word unbridled unbridled like joy there there is a there is conflict but it has the conflict of like how a simpsons episode has conflict it's where you're like is it, you sure we're not just trying to do some and it but it's he's so positive he's like unwavering in his positivity my biggest thing with the show <laughs> was always that like 
he seemed fine with everything all the time, and he's the right. main character. <laughs> yeah, they like dig into his like his own personality demons like a little bit. I believe I'm a, I'm a halfway through the second season. Maybe I made it through the second season. I'm not sure. It's like he, I I remember he like goes to therapy for something. I can't goes to therapy because he's like I just like ice cream too it, much. <laughs> well, yeah, his like, family doesn't go to Eng- he moves to England. His family doesn't go with him, so a lot of it's like him facetiming his kid. He's obviously yeah. divorced, and I believe he gets divorced I, in I the second the season or something like that because it's, I mean, insane to try and do this. Obviously, the woman who owns the team is the love interest. Actually, no, I don't. I think that's wow, like a very failing. So that's much. like a very like a platonic <laughs> sort of. You keep expecting it to go in that direction, and they don't. Does he, he has? A does love he bone interest. at all? In the I don't show? think he has a lot. I think he like hooks up with one lady like once. He's completely sexless. This show sounds so bad. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I think I would. I haven't watched it, it is, for a reason. I it haven't is watched so, it because it feels so just. The genuineness toothless. resonated after COVID and yeah. during it because everyone was so uh, uh, bitter and cynical. I want the opposite direction. <laughs> I want it darker. You want it to be. Want you wanted something more bitter and cynical yeah, than like COVID. That's Ted like, oh, you know what? If you're not going to pay this, I'm going to burn the place fucking down. That kind of shit. <laughs> Every you know? president walks outside, stares at an eclipse, and then gets rid of the vaccine. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, uh, and when it was, it's, I, I really enjoyed what I thought was the best parts of it. But like so many things, not so many. It, it seemed like there was this time where I, I would watch a movie and I was like, I wish that was a show. <laughs> and now I watch a lot of shows, and I, was, I think that probably could have been a movie, like Hijack. I have not seen Hijack. I thought it was called H slash Jack, yeah. and I said that out loud to someone. <laughs> H Jack, and then I'm the like, Jack. it stars uh, slash Dr slash is uh, Elba slash <laughs> Dr slash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. just the the H. I don't know, Tyler. If you the H on the poster for Hijack is a backslash. I yeah. don't even know if I've heard of uh, it. Uh, Idris Elba on a plane. It is so terrible. It's kind of inst- <laughs> it's stunning. In a way where every person on the show feels like they're acting like the note was, okay, do it really big in a way that doesn't make sense. Like act <laughs> act like you're in a And we we have one take. Okay, one take and just go for broke like it's the Emmy like it's an Oscar performance. Go for broke <laughs> like you're you when the strike starts. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we um, have two weeks to get this entire show in the game. <laughs> it uh um that's but it I mean, a show based on a commercial, three seasons is a lot. They made a lot and of money. And he, I, Jason Sudeikis, it, it did make a lot of money. I mean, this was like a revelation. If this was Apple TV's saving calling yeah. card. This, oh, yeah. This, sure. I mean, I, I, Severance, which I really enjoyed, also on Apple, mm-hmm. doesn't even touch the amount of attention this got. Severance won all the awards, or at least got nominated for all the awards to probably Lasso. lose to Succession. Lasso was like a cultural. It's what the moms are watching. The moms watch Lasso. That's yeah. why. I, that's why I think I've seen. And everyone's it. very fit and attractive. Yeah. Um, in the show, and and there are some like breakout sort of side character performances. The guy who's Roy Kent, he's is that a comedian. Brendan Hunt? Yeah, Brett Goldstein. Uh, Brett Goldstein. Okay. He, I think, is probably going to be the breakout breakout of the show. I mean, he parlayed it into like a. He's like a Marvel character now. Oh yeah, he is. He's Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> That is a. I'm nothing to a retired soccer player on a TV show based on commercial to literally Hercules, <laughs> <laughs> the god. In, in, I'm sure he'll show half back god, up in Mars. Right, half god. Half god. That's right. Yeah. With his dad, Russell Crowe Zeus. Half god, half soccer player. God. Um, but I it, had no idea. It is a law. 
I, I, I'm the here's the trouble I have with the show is I'm trying to think of any of the conflict. You actually there is like a, a an assistant coach who feels overlooked who I think becomes the bad guy. That's got the beard, right? No, it's the little guy. Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy with the beard is sort of just even involved in less conflict. Wow, he's the assistant coach and he's just sort of like the wise cracking guy. <laughs> Like a, a sidekick guy. But then he gets like a whole episode that's like an homage to After Hours where he's just like wandering around really? London in a day. Oh, I'm not sure if I've seen night. that That one. sounds fun. It's that sounds like an actual very strange. fun thing. And he's funny. And the, But the, every time I'm, I'm trying to legitimately think, and this is a show that I don't hate, um, but I don't remember any of, the, a lot of the conflict is, will they get together amongst the side characters? Hmm. And yeah. then, But I can't remember anything. Will they beat, one of the m more unrealistic things is like, will they beat this insane soccer team at soccer? Because you in real life, you're like, no, that will not happen because <laughs> right? you buy the players. But that's like the con. The, the, the soccer is a difficult sport to shoot, so there's not a ton of. I, I just can't remember any large scale conflict besides like Ted debating whether or not to go home. And you're like, well, if he goes yeah. home, the show's probably going to be bad. I think it's mostly just, yeah, can these people work together as a team? And like, spoiler alert, yes, they can. Can the people who own this team be a team themselves? <laughs> All of these people who really have no large flaws and are easy to get along with? <laughs> it's charming. A lot of it's charming. And Still I, doesn't sound as good as Bad News Bears. Because that was a movie. <laughs> yeah. And that this way, sounds like it could be a movie. I think it could like be Cool uh, Runnings was a great. A thing I love like is a comedian got to make the thing they wanted to make, and it was a large critical and monetary success, and right. they still ended it when they wanted to. That's like something that idea I'm hopeful for. That's pretty good. And granted, uh, on the other side of the strike, there won't be television or anymore. So um, yeah, you think that's true? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna. I don't even know. We just we just got started. That's great. <laughs> uh, but please support the strike. Support it. How do support you it. support it? I don't know. There, uh, there are some ways you can donate to like uh, uh, there, there's a few like funds that they right. put together for like feeding people, getting getting resources, water, signs, things weapons. like that. Weapons. There's a weapons fund. There's, there's like a thing to build. There's a trots. Ron Perlman eventual bail fund yeah. that we're setting Ron, up. Ron Perlman <laughs> defense lawyer. Dude, it trying was, to hire Johnny Cochran. I, for, uh, <laughs> could you imagine a glove? Trying to fit on Ron Perlman's, oh. I'm assuming, gigantic uh, hand. On his big Hellboy fist. His I've Hellboy never, fist. I've <laughs> never been able to put on any glove at all. That's to be custom made in hell. We gotta be. That was basically a threat. Yeah, it, it wasn't was sort of like, sure. like Ron Perlman was like, you know, you, there's a lot of ways to lose your house. What are they, Ron? What are the other ones? Because yeah, you listed all the ones I've heard of. He mm -hmm. did his version of, oh, it'd be a shame if uh, something happened to David Zaslov's mansion. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a shame if you uh, had, I took an insurance, Paul, life insurance policy out on you. Be a shame if your face were to not be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but then what are you going to do? He's humongous. Yeah, he's a pretty big guy. And he's got a really good, intimidating voice. He does. And we I feel him. like guys like that are never the ones who do the violence, though. Oh, no, 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 it's no. It's always no. the squirrely weirdo who just doesn't, like, give a fuck about anything. Yeah. Us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do a violence. Um, I have been trying to – I kind of was doing a little bit of – I talk in this show about my brain, a little bit about, like, difficulties with the system and insurance. Oh, my God. And, and things I like this it. and yeah. how you – like, the older I get, the more I just root for Batman villains the whole movie. <laughs> and, like, I watched the, the Batman – 
and couldn't remember the Riddler doing anything wrong. <laughs> and then I'm talking to people. I'm like, I don't get why he was even the bad guy. And they're like, he did like, they killed all those people. And I'm like, oh yeah. I, I blocked that voice. out. Cause I was like, this dude really is making a, like, yeah, he killed that one guy, but that, that guy was worse than him. And then, but I forgot about the uh, flooding of an arena and killing of hundreds of people. Yeah. But maybe they were all working for the insurance company. I, you can't <laughs> tell me they weren't, but I, I, you never I, know. You never know. You I definitely have talked to some people at the insurance or a doctor's office. Anytime I talk to them, I'm always I always make this insurance company out to be an enemy, and they're mm -hmm. always on board. When you they talk really, shit about them, they, the, I think the yeah, problem I always have it. with it is I've never gotten the person to talk to me who is who gets to make the choice. You're always talking to someone. They're like, dude, I totally understand. My it's boss all by just. Design. And you're like, well, how can I? Is your boss exist? He's like, and my boss is the AI from the new Mission Impossible movie, so I actually can't get him. My boss is the entity. Spoiler: <laughs> Anyone hasn't seen it. It kind of is, probably. Um, it probably is. It is a when you really when the, this is back to the strike. Mm -hmm. Who's more easily replaceable by a AI robot, Daniel Day Lewis? Or someone who looks at numbers and makes a choice. <laughs> they know that, too. Who could be replaced easier? Meryl Streep or someone who says, what number's bigger? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who would be a computer easier? That is what I think. That is, I would love that to be the focus of everything. Maybe we get rid of a CEO and see if chat GPT can be the CEO. <laughs> They're already kind of doing it, I think, with some stuff. They I think all Netflix does learning. is say, what makes this? Oh, is it about to cost us money to re-sign actors? Cancel. Is yep. this about to do this? Cancel. Is this profitable? Boom. Sell more houses or whatever. Yeah. More dating. What's cheap? It's just all uh, algorithm. Yeah. 100%. But, chat CEO. Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's a good movie. That's a, if, hey, SNL, don't steal that. <laughs> even, um, yeah, even like the, the things making the decisions at insurance companies, like a lot of the time it's just, they're just plugging data into a, like a preset formula. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me how I know that. They're so faceless too. Nothing you can possibly do. Tyler, do you work for an insurance company? <laughs> I have done work for insurance companies. <laughs> I've been a freelance robot. At insurance, I would like to be the freelance chat GPT. Yeah. You're like, I'm self-employed chat GPT. I did yeah. some drywall there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was a Lenovo for a couple of years. I have just, I have a, 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 I got a scar on my head from surgery that was shaped like a literal swastika. And they, I was trying to get them to cover a laser treatment to, to fix it. And they, there's like a scale of how bad it has to look <laughs> for them to cover an aesthetic problem. Right. Even if it was a result of surgery. And they're just like, well, how much like a swastika does it look? I'm like, am I really talking to a human being <laughs> about this right now? Sentence how ever. much of how much a swastika does it look? On and a you're scale like, oh, of enough? One to uh one to Charles Manson, how right. <laughs> how much does it look like Charles Manson? On a scale of uh zero to you look like you might have that tattoo covered up, how much does it look like a, on a scale of your German ancestry? Oh my god. How much and so you just have to be like, please. You know, for a please. swastika, it, it it does look pretty good though. Like it looks <laughs> like it's healing nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see it. Oh now. well there's it's it's uh, hair. We're keeping the hair. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, if you have a if you have what looks like a covered up swastika tattoo, you can't shave your head anymore yeah <laughs> that just comes without the territory you can't be like not checking two boxes it's so amazing too that they even did that in the first place someone i can't yeah i mean it was you're tied i was tied down in like right. a bunch of spots or whatever and i think it's just naturally how the stitching was done to like cut connect all of the tie down parts into it like a one natural thing. shape 
it is a, uh, it is a natural occurring Buddhist shape. Yeah. As long as it's curved, you can just say it's Buddhist. Yeah, that's a fun. I'm, I'm yelling that at someone punching me. It's Buddhist. <laughs> Buddhist here. Um, all right, well, we're gonna we gotta we're gonna play a couple games. I think we'll okay. do one here, and then we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, get it. Here we go. This first game that we're gonna play a round of is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad Is Describing, having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie The Game. How this game works is my dad watches a movie trailer. He describes what's happening in that movie trailer. Mm-hmm. You have to guess what movie it's a trailer for. My dad has not been to a movie theater since Space Jam 1. He Whoa. does not know actors. He is, does not know what's going on. Uh, here we go. Okay. So they're listening to music in their helmets. Now a lot of quick shots of them on adventures. They have cameras themselves too. It's colorful. He's an expert on it all. That's a weird hat to wear with a tuxedo. That's his son. They all match. There's a hot air balloon tied to a boat. Mm. He's going on a mission of revenge. Everything is right in the middle. The camera is moving in and out a lot. He said to just smile and sucker punch him. Gosh. Everyone matching again. (laughs) And that little rainbow guy. Little rainbow guy. It's quiet out there tonight. (laughs) Slowly walking down the stairs with everybody. Was that a Cormac McCarthy audiobook? I'm thinking like Power Rangers, Fast and the Furious, but I don't think it's either of those. It's, it's maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy too. Ooh, it's a right vibe for walking slowly together, but pretty wrong. Oh, it's a new movie. Yeah, here you can brainstorm. It's uh, no, no, it's not that new. They're listening to music. I'll, I'll play it again, and you can brainstorm out loud. Okay. Long. Okay. So they're listening to music in their helmets. Oh, it's got to be now a space a thing, right? Now a lot of shots of them on adventures. Or maybe like a... They have like cameras Motorcycle helmets, maybe? Too. They have cameras. It's colorful. I don't... He's an expert on it all. Not Mission Impossible. That's a weird hat to wear with a tuxedo. Hat and a tuxedo. That makes me think of That's like a cowboy son. kind of thing or something like... They all match. There's a hot air balloon tied to a boat. I'll tell you, it's not a cowboy hat. Okay. Okay. He's going on a mission of revenge. That's every movie. He's right in the middle. <laughs> uh, the conflict the aroused. Moving in and out a lot. So there's a bunch of people. He said to just smile. Matching costumes. And sucker punch him. How old is the movie? Aughts. Everyone matching again. It's not sucker punch. And the movie is this guy. like a Men in Black movie? It's quiet out there tonight. Slowly walking down the stairs. It's quiet out there. Uh, a hint I will give you is this director uh, pretty recently had another movie come out. Oh, wow. That's a good hint. <laughs> wait, so he's made another film? Yes, wait. yes, yes. Oh, yes. wait. Is this is this The Life Aquatic? It is The Life Aquatic. <laughs> wow. They do. Uh, they listen to 
the music in their headphones, they pipe in like that inner space synth oh, music. Oh, wow. I do wow. not remember any of this at all. What a get. You know what? This is your podcast now. Damn. <laughs> Send us to the break, that Tyler. That was good. Thanks for listening to Never Seen It. We'll be back right after these messages from our corporate sponsors. We are sponsored by uh, Apple Etna TV+. Plus. Health Insurance. Oh, right. Hi, I'm Aetna Health Insurance. When you need to get fucked in the ass medically, give us a call. Make sure you have a Cobra plan in place for... The thing we know about health issues is we can take our time. So that's the <laughs> here Nothing at, at HealthNet. And here's the wildest thing. I know I don't want to harp on it too much because I'm still going to try and sell tickets to this show in places. It's... Insurance is better in California than everywhere else in the United States. Really? California is like the Denmark of the United States when it comes to insurance accessibility. And think about the difficulty you have had here. Wow. It's not even more difficult other places because they just say no. They just say, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, it's pre-existing. Yeah. But it wasn't pre-existing. It's a car accident. Yeah, but you, you The know. car was an 86. Oh. So, it's been around for a while. Yeah. I don't um, have airbags. All right. We got another game we're going to play. This game that we are going to play. Let Man. me go ahead and get to my... Life Aquatic was a good poll. This game is called Before get and Afters. Ready to play Before and Afters. How this okay. game works is two movies have been smushed together into one. I will read you the smushed together plot. You have to tell me the smushed together title. Uh, some example of titles, The Wolf of Wally Street, right? <laughs> Wally and the Wolf of Wall Street, Saving okay. Private Silverman. <laughs> Uh, Fa Argo, which is Argo and Fargo put together. <laughs> Fa Argo. So all sorts of bad mishmashes, right? Great. What did we do today, Ted Lasso? It could be Ted Lasso, which would be Ted with the little talking bear and right. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ted Lasso, brother, where art thou? All sorts of uh, poorly and better put together ways. <laughs> the Today's titles were written, actually, some by me and some by fans of the podcast on our Discord. I got to give a shout out to Matt Err. All Hail Buckets, great name. That's good. Dave, Masubi, and Bubs all wrote some titles here for today. I came up with all the plots. So okay. how it's going to work is I'll read the plot. You have to tell me the title. Okay. All right? Number one, in an attempt to see the world, an elderly widower ties a bunch of balloons to the newly created atomic bomb. Uh... <laughs> Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer it is. Oh, Oppenheimer it is. Dude, that was good. I like I like myself. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, next one. This one's hard. A couple of very famous fashion dolls leave their seemingly perfect lives to head to the real world where they encounter an Irish rogue who wins the heart of a rich widow and assumes her dead husband's aristocratic position. What's in a fashion doll? An Irish rogue? I don't. Oh. What is a fashion? I would. I could word it as uh, uh, do fashion doll toys as well. Oh, it's Barbie something. Okay. Where they encounter an Irish rogue who wins the heart of a rich widow and assumes her dead husband's aristocratic position in 18th century England. I'm gonna say it's um. Uh, what's that shit called? The 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 manor uh, down. It's Bar Barbie Barbie Abbey. <laughs> That's how Ted Lasso describes uh, food from Missouri in Ted Lasso in the show. Oh wait, wait, wait! Is it Barbie Linden? Barbie Linden is correct. Oh, I've never seen Barbie Barry Linden. Linden. Barbie I, Linden. I seen it was it hard either. to come up with the bar Barry Linden. That one, Barry not as clean as Oppenheimer. I'll say Barry that Linden's much. a deep reference. Barry Linden. Barry Linden. <laughs> a lot of people aren't watching. Bear Barry Bill Linden. B. Blood. 
Have you guys ever watched Barry Lyndon a second time? Uh, no, I because we didn't have to for the class. <laughs> there you go. See? Um, all right, here we go. We're done with Barbie and Oppenheimer once. <laughs> okay. It's not going to be a theme. Very topical. Here, a rising star journalist accidentally gets pregnant after a one-night stand with a slacker who flies all over the country as a professional corporate downsizer. Okay, I know what this is. Um, I know part of it. What's the first part again? You guys can work together too. If you okay. Want. Okay. I, a rising star journalist accidentally gets pregnant after a one-night stand right, with a slacker. Which one do you have? In I know place? it's up in the air. It's the second half. I think the first half is knocked up. So knocked, knocked, up, knocked, up, in knocked up in the air. Knocked up in the air. It is. Wow. Teamwork. I'm gonna try the tambourine. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Knocked up in the air. Um, the last couple in this are a couple of my favorite ever, so we're going to build up to that. Oh, yeah. okay. Next one, a young exec at a record company must escort a British rock legend to a wedding involving a Greek woman and her family. Uh, get him to the uh, my big fat <laughs> Greek wedding. <laughs> get him to my big fat Greek wedding. It's impossible to describe the plot to my big fat Greek wedding without saying Greek. That's what was so – I was trying to find a way to do it, but it was, it's say, very hard. Approximate to the Aegean Sea. Right. I was like, <laughs> I had stuff. My acropoliptic my, uh, circa. My feta filled wedding. My feta filled <laughs> wedding. <laughs> my, my big thin Greek salad. My feta munching. My block of feta salty gets cheese. You on lists. A large family of Mediterranean heritage. Right. <laughs> but it'd be H A I R Y in heritage. My big <laughs> diner owning family. <laughs> My queen's diner owning ancestors. <laughs> uh, here we go. We have one, two, three left, and I'm I, I love all three of these. An all female team of thieves plans a heist set at the 2017 Super Bowl. Hmm. An oh. all female team of thieves plans a heist set at the 2017 Super Bowl. I think this is a. Uh... Was 80 for Brady set at the 2017? I think that Logan Lucky was set there, right? Wasn't that was, that was it? Like that was like NASCAR. A, uh, NASCAR. Yeah, that was NASCAR. I love that movie. Yeah, Great it's movie. good. It's a good movie. Uh, um, you ever notice how much fun oh. Daniel Craig has being anything that isn't James Bond? <laughs> like, he that loves man it. loves not being James Bond. W- w- all female An all team female of team of thieves. Oceans. Thieves. Something. Oceans 80 for Brady? Oceans 8D for Brady. <laughs> okay. Oceans 8 and 80 oh, for Brady. I didn't know, I didn't know 80 for Brady was about that. Now I want to see it. It's 80-year-old women try and go meet Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> not It's not 81-year-old women. It's a few 80-year-old women. <laughs> oh, not like got it. 81-year-olds. 80 right. for babies. 80. <laughs> Two more. A half-human who lives underwater falls in love with a human prince who has short-term memory loss. And is hoping to find out who killed his wife. Uh, it's the shape of something. A half it's human who lives a, underwater falls in love with the human prince who has short term memory loss and is hoping to find out who killed his wife. But he's a prince, though. Half human prince. A prince. Who's a prince who. A half human who lives underwater falls in love with a full human prince who has short term memory loss and is hoping to find oh out my who God. killed his wife. Is it. Is it the little mermento? The little mermento maid. <laughs> we'll give wow. you that. The little mermaid men. The little mermento. Wait, the 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 memento was a prince? No, that's the little mermaid falls in love with a prince. Oh, what was the first part then? A half human who lives underwater falls in love with a prince. Isn't that the mermaid? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it was a half human falls in love with yeah, a the mermaid prince whose wife human was per- killed. 
Yeah, but not, not. I don't know what happened to the prince's wife. I don't think. Okay. Okay. Ari- Final one. Just Ariel covered in tattoos. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but this one doesn't count. Okay, that one, that one didn't make sense to me all the way. So, all right, Aristotle, will you cut that out? Yeah, please cut that out. Um, I, I feel victimized here. That last was, uh, one. Last one. If you thought that one stunk, from the makers of that one comes this one. <laughs> A movie based on the tabletop role-playing game where you have to help allied troops escape a French beach using civilian and naval vessels. That's the whole thing? Yes. A movie based on the tabletop role-playing game where you have to help allied troops escape a French beach using civilian and naval vessels. I think it's uh, it's Saving Access and Allies or something like that. or Right. It's, uh, it's Ryan finding Ryan's private Ryan. It's, it's like it's saving them from the beach. So it's like the, uh, Dunkirk. Oh, good. Axis and Dunkirk. Dun- Isn't Axis and Allies? Is that a movie or no? I don't think they made a movie. Oh, they didn't. Uh, I just figured they did because it's a property that exists. Right. You, it's Wait. safe to assume. Yeah. I saw this thing somewhere not as a movie. So isn't it one now? Is yeah. It, is it? Dunkirk Jins and Dragons. Dunkirk Jins and Dragons. <laughs> oh, my oh my God, that's These good. Compound words. That's are a good one. Dun- I believe Jins and Dragons. <laughs> Whoever wrote that one, I think I even I got on the Discord and I was like, "This is what why we're here." Dunkirk. <laughs> that just feels Dun- good to Dun- say. Dunkirk Jins and Drags. Dunkirk Jins and Dragons. It really, really does. I never saw Dunkirk. Um, Dunkirk. I, I want to give it. a shout out to some of them I didn't write. <laughs> that thing, E2 Mama Tambian. Right, <laughs> um, which I thought the Quiet American Pie I thought was very good. Oh my god! Um, the Blade Running Man, Top Gun, Charted. We had some fun ones in there Ooh. that didn't make it in today. But thank you to everyone who wrote those. <laughs> if you want to submit some, you always can go to fart.kyleairs.com. Oh, that'll link you to website. our Discord. It was still still available this late. Uh, that'll take you to the Discord. It's essentially just a message board where fans of podcasts. We actually have a robot in there that'll play the game against you. So any. Before and after that's ever been on the show is in this this robot, and it'll you can go play and test your skills. Fart.kyleairs.com. <laughs> All right, we have one more game that we're gonna play. No. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Box? Very chill. Oh, what's in the box? Oh my god, that's <laughs> funny. What's in the fucking box? <laughs> this game is called What's in the Box. Uh, are you both familiar with Letterboxd, the website? Yes. yes. The user-submitted movie review website. How it works is I'm going to read you Letterboxd reviews for a movie. You have to tell me what movie they're for. Here's how it works, though. They get progressively easier and more obvious, but they're worth less points. <laughs> so if you guess after one, that's a five-point answer. Um, you're only allowed one guess per okay. movie. So if you, blow yours on the, if you blow yours on the five-point attempt, you're out. Today, in honor of the Barbie movie coming out, these are all Margot Robbie movies. All movies okay. that Margot Robbie, I feel like a category is helpful. Okay. All movies that Margot Robbie appeared in. Margot. Margot Robbie? Mm. Yeah, it's her high, I guess that's how you really pronounce her name. Margot at the wedding. You know what's yeah. Gal Gadot? I heard her say it really? one time on a thing. Everyone says Gal Gadot, but I heard her use a hard T. Unrelated. Oh, Here we go. That makes sense. Um, this is from Margot Robot. Movies. Here we go. What Margot Robbie movie is this a Letterboxd review for? And remember, you don't have to guess because you only mm-hmm. get one per movie. This was edited like a Family Guy episode. Two stars. <laughs> wow. I don't even know. All right. I really don't. For for four points. I don't know what the points are. I haven't been keeping score. <laughs> I'm not sure why this movie exists. One and a half stars. This is that's I uh, we're gonna I, give for three like, points. Margot Robbie smiles. Me, 
That was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. Five stars. There's just no, there's no clue to the movie there. Next I want to say, but I'm not. So many feet. No rating. Um, I'm going to guess. I have a guess for this. I'm going to guess this is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Correct. Uh, it is Once damn. Upon a Time in Hollywood. The, yes. the um, intense negativity was leading me to think it might have been one of yeah. like the... There's like 80 reviews of this movie that say uh, feet of cinema with feet spelled the same. And I'm like, that's like... <laughs> Letterbox becoming Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Where everyone makes the same yeah, joke same when something joke. happens. Uh, and the one point review would have been Polanski was full on Austin Powers in this one, <laughs> which is just a great series of words. That's also from the same movie, right? Yes, that was the, that was the final review we didn't get to. That's he was kind of like that, wasn't he? <laughs> he kind of was. Also, that guy's played Roman Polanski, or no? Yes. Multiple times? No, that, oh. the guy in that movie who played the, what's the, the kid, we even said the Charles Manson played Charles Manson in something else too. Mindhunter, the Netflix show. The Charles Manson actor has played him twice. That's how oh. much he looks like the guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's looks so, he looks better than Charles Manson, I think. He's going to get typecast. <laughs> Here we go. Next one. This is a Margot Robbie movie. Uh, what movie is this Letterboxd Reviews for? No movie should have this many songs. Two stars. Ooh, I kind of think I know mm. what this is. You're allowed to take a guess. For I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say this is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It is not the Wolf Damn. of Wall Street. Okay, all right. So unless Tyler guesses, then you'll get back <laughs> in if he guesses okay. wrong. For four points, I wanted to leave early, but when I entered the theater, someone at Warner Brothers stuck a chip in my neck. <laughs> Point five stars. I know what this is. I know what it is. Uh, uh, for three points. This movie is the epitome of the graphic design is my passion meme. Oh, God. One um, star. I know what it is. I know what it is. Is it? Johnny gets back in after this one if you don't guess. Is it Suicide Squad? It is Suicide oh, Squad. Damn. It is. I was going to guess Birds of Prey. It is Suicide oh. Squad. Oh, this is more recent. Birds yeah. of Prey. Uh, probably, the, is it good? I, li I like Birds it. of Prey was actually like. Very fun oh. and just unfortunately associated with all of the bad like DC yeah. things. But I, I mean, I'm firmly in the this is perfect casting camp. Like yeah. her as Harley Quinn is just so good. Owen will or no, um uh, what's his um Ewan McGregor is the bad guy. He's great. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the other reviews for Suicide Squad. Me to the group. So when do we get to kill ourselves? <laughs> So Birds of Prey is better than Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, There's okay. also The Suicide Squad, which was crazy. That was, I believe, was that James Gunn? Yeah. Or, and it's pretty good. It's yeah, got, it's more of a John Cena-centric Suicide Squad. So many squad. movies. It's, it's wild. God. You, I will, I'll, <laughs> I give super, superhero movies, I'll give a airplane ride chance to now. Like, I'm like, what, people long. have told me this one's fine, and I don't know the context of any of them or which ones exist in which one's worlds. Um, final one, not a superhero movie. I'll tell you, this is not, I'm not going to do two Harley Quinn iterations here. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> what movie with Margot Robbie in it? Is this the letterbox review for even with all those ugly clothes and tragic hair? These are the most attractive people I've ever seen. Four and a half stars. Mm, I know what it is, but I don't know the name of it. Next up. God damn. Margot did not give the best performance of the decade in this just for Tarantino to cast her in a role where the only thing she does is smile. Five stars. Also, I disagree with that review. I think she was great in Once Upon a Time. I think she was perfect in that movie, and too. That's pre-Once Upon a Time. Uh, I know what this is. I don't know the name of it, though. Next one. Voiceover in movie. It was like being abused all over again, only this time it was by you, all of you. You're all my attackers, too. 
me in the theater, even though I wasn't born when this movie took place. I'm so sorry. Four and a half stars. Um, is this the Wolf of Wall Street? It is not the Wolf of Wall Street. All right. Oh. Two more. Here we go. Only a few minutes in, but the mom seems nice. Hope that keeps up. It's Sally Field, right? It is not Sally Field. Okay. Four. What am I thinking of then? This one's tough. You this know what I'm thinking about, right? One. Do you know the movie I'm thinking about? No, because I know the title of this one. Right. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> she has glasses, big old oh, yeah, no, glasses on it, right? Um, no way these people are all this funny, especially that bodyguard guy. Oh, this is I, Tanya. I, Tanya oh. is correct. <laughs> Didn't she do another movie that she's like a period movie where she's dressed kind of down? not supposed Oh, to look? we, Tanya? <laughs> That's where she plays Nintendo. They, That's where she camps out for a Switch. <laughs> Uh, I loved I, Tanya yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's great. just that was such a good movie. All right, well, that's it for our games here. Wow. That's it for us here on Never Seen I It. I can't believe I didn't get some of those ones. But you got I, Tanya. It was for yeah, one point. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Um, you know, thank you guys for both for being here. Johnny, thank you for having never seen Ted Lasso. If there's anything you'd like to promote <laughs> that is not a studio production, uh, you can go ahead and promote I, it now. I got nothing to promote except... I guess you could just go to my website and just browse around or, you know, look at my social media. Just kind of browse around. See what you see. If you happen to see something that is the thing that I shouldn't promote, that's on you. <laughs> not on me. <laughs> but if you see something else, then that's that's also on you. Uh, you just do just, a little bit of legwork. Just Google. Browse around. Google the name. See what comes up. So you can find some old, terrible pictures that I hate or maybe yeah. some good. You know, you won't you won't know. But. You can find stuff. There you go. So you guys know what you're looking for. Tyler, yeah. thank you for being here and having seen 67% of Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, if there's anything you'd like to let people know where you're at, all that, let them know. Uh, yeah, I'll be, if you're in the Midwest, uh, my show Late Late Breakfast is headlining Let's Fest in Indianapolis at the end of September. Great. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, find us on the Discord at fart.kyleayers.com. And all that, I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much to everyone, uh, y'all, for listening. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Tyler. Uh, you guys are just the best. I do want to let you know this this thing. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to start re-releasing some scripts from older episodes with some audio engineering and, and sort of punch-ups that way. Add some music, add some sound effects, all that sort of stuff. I think that'll be a fun way to go revisit these scripts from the past that I love. But anyways, uh, find me wherever. I'm at Kyle Ayers. You can see when I'm doing uh, shows, including Hard to Say, around L.A. or on the road. And uh, the shows that Never Seen It show, we are on Discord. Uh, you know, find us somewhere, and we'll got links to everything else. Uh, we even have episodes of Really Seen It, my podcast where I ask people about the movies they've seen the most, up on Patreon at patreon.com slash it. I have some stand-up clips. I have some clips from Hard to Say up there, all sorts of stuff. Thank you so much for listening. 